0: Hello and welcome to the Nightside Podcast. I'm your host Troy, aka Nightside PI. And on today's episode I'm gonna go ahead and be talking about the ongoing issues of CD Project Red and and now this time they are still getting uh their asses handed to them. Well all this and more on also what I've been playing lately. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Nightside Podcast. I'm your host, Troy, a.k.a. Nightside Pi, and I'm going to go ahead and be talking about a few things on this episode. It's just going to be me flying solo, so bear with me. I might ramble on about a few things, but if you're tuning in, you're probably already used to that. Now, uh, first off, I want to go ahead and start off with, uh, (laughs) in this corner of the Nightside with CD Projekt Red and the... Ransomware that they had to go through, and uh, the eventual not negotiating with the uh, actors, as they uh, as they do say it. And I will say, even the the, the weird ransom note that they got um, used in language that was pretty weird, like pwned. So I uh, I feel like this was either <laughs> I don't know if this was real or maybe it was um put up by CD project red or I I don't know i I'm not gonna get into conspiracies too much, but I still feel like uh one since they didn't deal with them, this is the most recent update is that they have uh their oh what was it the um the source code for Witcher 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Gwent, and, uh, whatever future update they'll have for, um, Witcher 3. So, uh, everything just seems to be collapsing, and I noticed today that it's such a far-reaching effect of what's happened with them, and kind of how they've reacted to everything, the lawsuits that are going on right now, that I even, uh... Anytime I even hear a game or anything that's mentioned that's not about this, if CD Projekt Red is involved in that game, I just have a tainted view of it now. I still haven't gotten back to uh, Cyberpunk 2077 since their hotfix, and I still don't feel like I'll be doing that anytime soon. At least not until I can get a machine that will run it decently, and even then I'll still have a hard time wanted to get back into that game to tell you the truth so where does that leave me now um playing other games as always so i've played a few things and uh have been able to beat uh, ninja gaiden 2 which actually this is my second time beating that so i feel like i'll want to give a full review for that game right now um is it a great game amazing game. Loved it. Still holds up to this day even in 2021. Um, I feel like it's one of the original games that was like really tough and really hard as nails. Um, not original, original, but one of the first games that I have played that was almost like a Souls-like where it required dedication and, and almost repetition for it to, to really pay off and progress through the uh, the uh, story. Um, going through it again, I feel like I was able to to not get caught up in areas that I definitely remember um, having a lot of issues with, and and there were a few locations, but uh, tackling them now, I w- didn't have as a difficult as t- as of a time, and I think I had completed that oh, over two decades ago, probably. Um, I can't really recall, but what i am uh really enjoying uh when i play that game is the uh i guess i i one, the art style two the sound design and um i went i'm sorry i shouldn't say art style but like the uh the combat is very fun and it's uh, I, I played it on a lower difficulty, and you you at times can button mash your way through that game, but it's so fun to be able to switch through different weapons and um, do all these different combat moves, and some are much better than others um, by a long shot. And um, my personal favorite is this: is the giant scythe, um, lunar scythe. Uh, I'm sorry, Lunar Staff is, uh, what I'm mixing that up with, um, the Eclipse Scythe, haha, <laughs> got it, I think, and, um, that, that's, uh, a, a really fun one, um, I'm, I'm not gonna attempt the other names, because I'm just gonna butcher it, but, um, the, uh, the, the sp- spike and, um, I-, I believe it's Kagaruki. I, I attempted it and I'm sorry, but, um, it's the weighted, uh, chain and, um, bladed end, and that one is a lot of fun and very cool moves, um, can be done with that. Anyways, I'm getting a little bit off topic. My review about this game is that it, is a game that can still stand the test of time. It can still be punishing even by um, Dark Souls standards as well too. And I... Still thoroughly enjoyed going back through it. I will say that there were some frustrating uh, points uh, near the end. I did get a little bit frustrated with the uh, boss where you have to just shoot with arrows constantly. It, it was just incredibly annoying. And um, even the last boss too. I was I was able to squeak by just by by a little bit, by barely just. Um, kind of exploiting, um, uh, a glitch, uh, not, not super glitch, but just kind of like a repeated, uh, action by the boss. Anyways, the game was a, um, I think a testament to what, um, Team Ninja can do, and I really would love to see a Team Ninja game, uh, come out again soon. I don't know when or if they are working on anything. Um, if that was Bleeding Edge, I'm sorry that that wasn't the most fun game. And I, I hope that there's another, that that there's another game under their sleeve that they're, that they're currently working on. Or if if that's going to get continued support, cool. But I, I barely heard anything about Bleeding Edge. Um, Moving on here, one of the other subjects I wanted to talk about was E3 and their announcement that they are going to be uh essentially going all digital again, quote unquote this year. Last year was a little bit hard and they I guess weren't able to put anything really together um for for this. So at this point, and I ha- I will say that I have heard um, conversations through IGN and other gaming uh, platforms and they bring up a very good point of why is it necessary? Um, because we all learned through this last year that you can go ahead and do a press conference um, almost at any time or if it's around the same time. You don't really have to do a whole lot um i i mean you'll you'll have to go ahead and organize it offset uh but as of right now, being all digital is something that the company itself can go ahead and do, so I don't know what their plan is when they will give i guess uh air time. You, I I guess you would say, and their, their quote is that you'll be able to go ahead and do, um, uh, game demos and streaming and stuff like that to kind of get that experience during this time. And if that happens, that's, that's great. I'm, I can't wait for that to happen. I doubt it, but it's wishful thinking. And at this point you've had so many people drop out. Um, from E3, that I don't think that it's gonna be able to come back with this, with this type of, um, you know, strategy. Now, if they did something maybe to the akin of, uh, Fandom, um, and that's maybe their angle, um, like DC, the DC Fandom, maybe. But I, I still am not gonna hold my breath for them to. Come out with <laughs> anything that's that's gonna be really good um, let's just say I, I i would be I would be really impressed so if they can blow up those expectations then that's gonna be great but um this year is gonna be really interesting to see what uh Microsoft and Sony have to present uh, hopefully we'll get a kind of a more announced uh schedule this last year was um not only very uh very annoying with with everything that had gone on but um the added annoyance of no regularly scheduled news or when announcements were going to come out like it took it took forever for us to find out the pricing of these consoles and, and it took so, so long. I think we didn't find out until um, September, just maybe a couple of months before they actually released. So it's definitely something that I am hoping that changes this year. But I don't think that um, ESRB or um, E3 is going to be able to turn that around, in in all uh, all honesty. But we'll see. And hopefully, fingers crossed, they can give us something to talk about um, this time around. So, what's our you all playing. I haven't heard any feedback, but I would love to hear from my fans in regards to games that they've been playing. I think this, uh, for this episode, the theme will be sports games. Uh, one of my fond memories of sports games, and this is because of, uh, Super Bowl that had quote-unquote just happened. I know I've been on a little bit of a break. Sorry about that. But, um, the... Super Bowl just happened, and a lot of the NFL games were free, so I enjoyed dipping into that. Not my forte, still. Um, my history of sports games usually is more towards hockey games, and I really enjoy... I still I still enjoy um, hockey games, but I don't, as everyone who's ever heard me rant on, I don't normally... Stick with games for too long, no matter the subject or the type of game. Um, so it even surprises me, um, that I get into hockey games, but I I do like controlling a character and having them play through a career or playing through a career or, or, sorry, a team's um season, which, um, you know, is still a lot of fun. But I I have such a waning um, interest that it, it kind of gets hard if I'm not almost constantly winning. And I've gotten a little bit better about that um, as years have gone on where I don't focus too much on the uh, winning and just experience the, uh, the fun that is the game. But um, playing the Madden NFL, I was definitely realizing that it was it was almost all automatic i just played a quick scrimmage match and i played on the easiest difficulty and i know it's supposed to automate a lot of systems for you but um at some points especially on defense i didn't feel like i was doing much of anything other than just um occasionally maybe getting by the guy that's holding the ball um and majority of my playing was uh as a quarterback trying to trying to pass so I think that it's a game that it didn't spark my interest much further than a game because it it as with hockey and especially even in real life it's my favorite sport as well too it's just constant action and and um movement and trying to shoot and I know that that you can also do that with basketball but it's just so much funner when, so, when it's on ice and someone's trying to hit you with a stick or um, trying to hit you into a wall it's it's just better so I uh would like to hear from the listeners about any sports games that they've had uh, go ahead and drop a message here on anchor.fm slash welcome to the night side. And um, you can also send me an email. That's uh, nightside, excuse me here, Welcome at gmail.com. And uh, I think on this episode, since I've rambled on for a little bit now, I'm going to go ahead and close it out. But uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for tuning in and visiting here at the Nightside.